tonight. Facebook censors conservatives and labels me the poster girl for the right-wing troll movement. I'm Roaming Millennial, and you're watching Uncensored. to the show. Today we're going to be talking about the latest Project Veritas report about Facebook censorship. If you haven't seen it yet, here's a clip that was released to their YouTube channel. We came across a back-end view of Mike Cernovich's page. On it, we could see Ben David running an action called Action Deboost Live Distribution. In fact, Ben David wrote the code and may have invented the word deboost. Who is Danny Ben David? Um, from my understanding, Danny Ben David is a software engineer at Facebook. He did not work at the same location as me, but I noticed that every time I would see this deboost live stream kind of code on there, that his name was always next to it. Mm -hmm. And what does it mean when these documents say action deboost live distribution? What does the term deboost mean? While I can't speak to what exactly the actions were, when it says reduce live distribution, mm -hmm. I'm not a programmer, right. but I can read English just fine. Mm -hmm. When I see reduce live distribution, it means preventing the distribution of this live feed. Deboosting is a method of suppressing distribution. This occurs because props such as share this video are disabled. Interactive notifications are also disabled, and the live feed boost associated with a live streaming video on Facebook is removed. So with me today to discuss this, I have my producer, Liam. Uh, Liam, are you shocked by this? Is this surprising to you? Yeah, mind-boggled. Um, absolutely mind-boggled that this could be happening on a, on a social media platform. Can you believe that they would be censoring right-wing people? No, I am shocked. I am, I am shocked that perhaps Mark Zuckerberg's testimony was a not exactly forthright before Congress, where he, he swore, he swore that they were there to, I guess, promote speech and political dialogue. But no, seriously, um, this is something conservatives have been saying for a while now. Mm -hmm. um, and this specific deboosting thing, that's something I think a lot of people have felt like, hey, you know, I, I kind of see the number of maybe followers that I get, how come this isn't translating into views or whatever. Um, but when you talk about this kind of stuff, you sound paranoid. Uh, even more the, more so than that, though, for a while now, we've seen that when it comes to getting bans and their content being flagged, conservatives are definitely disproportionately targeted. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that that's one of the reasons why the whole Jack Dorsey uh, podcast with Joe Rogan became such a problem. Because this isn't a unique problem to Facebook. It's happening on Twitter. Right. It's happening basically on every social media platform, even YouTube. Although YouTube might actually be one of the better ones at this point. You know what? I love, as someone who started off on YouTube, we're still part of our presence. A huge part of it is still YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. They are still, I think, less, gosh, was less nefarious yeah. they're more motivated by money which is which yeah is, probably it's nice because you can predict what they're going to do you know a lot of times if they are banning you it's because genuinely advertisers don't want to be put beside your your video yeah that's a lot of the reason that's the motivation behind it most of the time sometimes it's misguided but that seems to be from my perspective more of the case with youtube than it does with facebook or twitter yeah for sure and i think what what kind of frustrates people 
uh, aside from the unequal treatment because i think very few people have a problem with companies having terms of service conditions like i've heard right. very few people say no i should be mm -hmm. able to make threats or harass people like no most people agree that all right there's got to be some rules but what's frustrating for people is the i guess the bias enforcement of those rules and then what's even more frustrating on top of that is these these tech giants deny that it's happening right um so i don't We've seen some pretty clear-cut cases, like in, in, in with Alex Jones when he got banned yeah. uh, on basically everything within forty-eight hours. Mm -hmm. um, and and I just heard recently, actually, this is pretty recent within the past few days, that Tommy Robinson was permanently banned off of Facebook as well. Right, and actually, that's an an even, I guess, more interesting or interesting in a different way uh, the story because that kind of is. I mean, it's kind of speaking to possible collusion between these social media companies and the mainstream media. So, in the case of Tommy Robinson, he was just coming out with this huge documentary, which is still available on YouTube, um, talking about collusion between the media and social media, trying to suppress criticism of that. I mean, all of this kind of speaks to the fact that there is a problem in Silicon Valley. Um, conservatives know about it. If you're just anyone who speaks out against the progressive left, you probably know about it. You've probably experienced it firsthand. Um, and to see the hard proof, hard evidence, of this actually happening to channels like Steven Crowder's or Mike Cernovich's. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not surprising, but I think we're at a point now where we can't keep ignoring it. We can't keep pretending it doesn't happen. The left can't keep calling conservatives paranoid because I've been called paranoid when I've right. talked yeah. about this stuff too. It's like, you can't keep ignoring it. And uh, I mean, this is especially a, a huge topic for me because unlike most of the stories that we cover here on this show, um, I, I'm actually featured in this new story, strangely yes. enough. Isn't that uh, wonderful? Yeah, I feel I feel so special. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very cool. Um, here's another clip that features little old me. What exactly do the engineers at Facebook define trolling and hate speech as? In one slide from Yamamoto's deck, he writes, Trolls are involved in many destructive behaviors on Facebook. Yamamoto then lists one example, writing, red-pilling normies to convert them to their worldview, with a link to a YouTube video by Lauren Chen called Why Social Justice is Cancer. In this video, I would like to talk about why social justice as an ideology is so very toxic. This is Facebook's definition of destructive behavior. This constitutes as hate speech and trolling. Yamamoto goes on to describe other methods of combating hate speech. He writes, Introducing friction via the troll twilight zone will confuse and demoralize them. On his next slide, he defines the troll twilight zone, saying it will enact, quote, drastically limited bandwidth, auto logouts, and comments and posts will magically fail to upload, unquote. So like I mentioned before, uh, this video was released along with a report as well as the original documents that are all on Project Veritas's site. This all came out Wednesday um, and just shortly after, a few hours after that was released, I actually went on YouTube to sort of live stream my reaction to this. And something that I did mention in that live stream that I'll just bring up again now is the, the issue of credibility when it comes to Project Veritas. Um, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, who is, you know, the founder, kind of the face of the organization, mm -hmm. they're not free from scandal for sure. And, um, you know, anytime they've released anything, especially like last election season in 2016, they had a whole series on voter fraud. There are a lot of people who are skeptical of him and of the organization and look, there, there's not an organization or person around where I would tell you, yeah, just trust them because you got a good gut feeling, you know, just bank on their credibility. 
I, I don't believe in that. I think no matter who it is, whether it's uh, a news organization or like a friend or family member, whatever, if, yeah. if someone is giving you information, always go on evidence and on, on what you're able to see. I think that's just part of being an informed consumer. And the same thing applies to this Project Veritas report. Don't take James O'Keefe's word for it or this Facebook informant's word for it. Look at the report for yourself and look at the evidence that they bring. Now, there there are screenshots um, that look like they've been taken from the Facebook back end. Um, there are copies of internal, I guess, chat groups that were circulated among Facebook employees. Oh, look, look at all of that. Decide for yourselves. I'm not going to tell you to just believe something because it happens to align with my preconceived notions of how sinister Facebook is. Essentially, the, the gist is that I am I am not happy and again, not surprised. That's kind of like a theme throughout this video. None of this is surprising, but it is all disappointing. Um, um, do you think I'm a troll? Do you think I do you think I'm a um, troll? On or off camera? Um, I'm no, so, I mean, I'm so well behaved. I mean, I think that, like, in fairness, the title was definitely like uh, inflammatory in some way. Yeah, I but, can, I can, I can admit that. Yeah, social justice right. is cancer. It's, it's provocative. It's yeah. attention grabbing. And and a lot and virtually all titles are for that's the way that, that it works right yeah. now in in this space. So I don't think that's exceptional. I think that definitely, if you watch the video, it uh, had a lot more reasonableness than that than you might think based on the title um so i definitely think that they, they might have just grabbed the title and, and use it that way and they're just elected to ignore the rest of the content but i mean even more than that because i would love to give them the benefit of, of the doubt of just you know like reacting to something without really looking at the content which i've done before i'm pretty sure like a lot of us has done before you you, you yeah. see a headline you see a title whatever um but in this case specifically why i am concerned is that you you have red pilling normies toward toward your worldview i mean who talks like that anymore um but you you have that listed as destructive troll behavior along with things like doxing mm -hmm. and targeted raids it's like yeah. i'm pretty sure trying to convince people of your worldview is just general debate and dialogue and discourse in what way does that make someone a troll in what way am i'm am i a troll just for trying to convince people to think or to come around to my way of thinking like how yeah, which virtually every sort of media does, right? right. Like the Young yeah. Turks are doing the same thing, and and red pilling. I guess it's being it's it's being affiliated with the right, maybe because of the color red, and because it was mostly used as a meme by by people in, in the Trump selection. Right, and but I mean, the, it comes from the Matrix, right? Where it's like there's the reality, and then there's the, the fake. Right. I mean, so. I was I was just gonna explain that in case anyone watching this is not familiar with meme culture or the red pill blue pill thing, but yeah, in the Matrix, uh, he asked. I think Morpheus asked, "Do you want mm -hmm. to take the red pill and be woken to reality, or take the blue pill and remain in the I guess fake dream world?" Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, conservatives especially, use the phrase red pill to describe someone who is woke, you know, who's who's awake to the realities of the world. Mm. Um, like I, I mentioned this in the live stream I did. I think behaviors like doxing, harassment, um, false flagging, I think was another one that was mentioned in, uh, in in that old presentation thing. Those are actually problem behaviors. And yes. if if they're trying to come up with ways to identify accounts that do that and like weed out these like fake or troll accounts, like I'm fine with that. But you're, you're kind of grouping in just general political discourse into that. And that's really concerning. Well, not only that, but those behaviors that you just described are also distinctly unique from what actual trolling means. Yeah, right? true. Like, so they're just, they're, they're taking all these things and putting them in a subset of trolling, which is a completely arbitrary distinction that they've made. When, when trolling is actually a very specific action 
which is generally you're doing something that is absurd to get a reaction. Yeah, from you're just else. you're being a provocateur. Yeah, right. That's yeah. originally what it means. And like I I mean, okay, I I do troll people sometimes in like real life. I'll I'll troll Liam about his like beard or haircut just to you know, be a bit of a jerk, but um, we are seeing now the word troll doesn't really mean that anymore. It means like, I mean, it, it essentially encompasses criminal activities now, like doxing threats and harassments, which is, yes, I mean, yeah. way, way beyond like the innocent, like quote, innocent trolling that might happen like on, on Twitter when someone's just being obtuse just to get a reaction out of you. Another reason why people should be worried about this and not just because like, they're taking offense on behalf of me, which by the way, feel free to to be outraged that I'm being targeted, go for it. Um, but not only are they saying that I'm a problem, but they're saying that people who share my content are a problem. Mm -hmm. um, if you're someone who likes this show, who has ever shared one of my videos, this applies to you. They are they are talking about you, they're targeting your behavior. So this should, this should concern pretty much everybody who, who's ever, I don't know, engage with media that's been critical of the progressive left at any time. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think that almost any opinion that is different from the progressive left is probably going to be put into some kind of, uh, you know, timeout category yeah. eventually. So what do you think the solution is to this problem as a whole? Well, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because as soon as this Project Veritas thing was released, um, you had obviously a lot of outrage. Good. People should be outraged. If you haven't shared this Project Veritas video report yet, please do so among your friends and family. More people need to know about this. But uh, you, you also had those those people in, in the comments saying like, uh, oh, private company, what are you yeah. going to do? Um, that mentality really frustrates me because, I mean, uh, for, for several different reasons, unless you are like a like very very strict libertarian almost anarcho-capitalist then you have to admit we live in a world and it's okay that we live in a world where there are some regulations on businesses now i'm a, i'm a i'm a conservative a small government conservative i don't want a lot of regulations i think regulations can stifle growth and innovation but at the same time i also don't want um you know buildings being built that are unsafe or restaurants being yeah. able to serve food that isn't okay right and an cap is frankly they're larping right now they're they're make they're in a make-believe world where like facebook should be deregulated when it's really the truth is that you have a big government and these corporations are influencing the government right so you're never going to get to your small government dream because they're able to they have so much influence they're able to do what they want with it so not limiting these companies is in a sense being for big government exactly because i mean personally the reason why i'm small government is because i don't want you know, this big unseen mammoth of an entity watching over my life and every single thing that I do. Um, it's not better if that massive entity just happens to be Facebook instead of the government. In fact, right? it's it, probably worse. Right. I would I would yeah. say it's worse, too, because at least the government is accountable to us in some small way, which Facebook is not in any way, shape or form. And frankly, the fact that I mean, these companies, these tech companies have gotten so far, whether it's Facebook, Google, Twitter, uh, without government regulation and without being subject to consumer protection laws like every other industry. I think it's uh, a massive feat of lobbying. Like, that's the only reason that I, I can think of. And, mm -hmm. you know, even if you want to say, oh, they're private companies, they can do whatever they want. OK, OK, sure. But that still doesn't change the fact that they are 
lying about what they're doing. I mean, it would be one thing if they were to come out and say, okay, by the way, uh, if you're conservative, uh, you can't be on here. Um, if you're Mike Cernovich, hey, we are like going to throttle your views and stuff. But they're, they're doing this behind closed doors because they know people would freak out. They know they're not supposed to be doing this. It's not okay. So e even if you agree that they should be able to do whatever they want, that still doesn't excuse the fact that they're lying about what they're doing. Yeah. I've also seen a different idea, which is I've seen a lot of people put out the, the thought that, okay, all conservatives should be real patriots. They should delete their Facebooks, mm -hmm. really stick it to them. That's the answer to get their business to fail. And to me, it's like, all right, well, I guess if you want to lose the next like three elections, do yes. that because, and then the next guy you're going to, you're going to vote for is going to, that's going to win as a Republican is going to be someone that's like, that would have been in the democratic party 20 years ago, you know? Right. So that's ultimately what you have to concede if you're willing to do that kind of things, because they're going to like your Republican votes. If you're the true Patriot people, they're already counted for. You're probably going to vote Republican anyways. The normies aren't going to delete their Facebook. The average person, which really decides the way a vote swings, right. is just going to stay on Facebook. And the only media that they're going to be getting is going to be from the left wing. Right. So if, if everyone that's on the right deletes their Facebook tomorrow, Facebook will, will survive, frankly, and the Republican Party might not. Mm -hmm. And because, I mean, that's the thing. Conservatives like me, we're not on Facebook and Twitter because we love Facebook and Twitter and we want to support them as companies. No, we're there because that's where the people are. That's where the audiences are. And you know what? All conservatives, especially the most committed ones who actually do care about these things, all of us leaving their platforms, that's that's what they want. That's what they're trying to do. That's yep. like They're booting us off to get to that end goal. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to make it easier for them. And I think that, like you mentioned, the the way that social media affects information and therefore elections is so crucial right now. Um, mm -hmm. The fact that essentially, I mean, I'm not going to say most people get their news from social media now, but definitely it is. among... It's, I think it's 70% get their news from, from social media sources. Uh, among, all, among all generations? Um, I don't know about all generations, but, but I, I mean, think that was... But I mean, definitely, absolutely it was, it was among, like, you know, people like millennials. Stat, yeah. For sure. Um, the fact that some people out there just want to, like, bail out and hand hand this information stream entirely over to those people? No, that's not okay. And actually the fact that um, so much information does come from these companies like Facebook and Twitter, they didn't set out to be news organizations, but in a lot of ways they are news platforms now. That just makes mm. the, the fight over this and for transparency even more important because, I mean, it's, it's terrifying when you think of it, the fact that they control what information so many people see. Like, I mean... What, what Trump videos are, are shown to people, um, what Project Veritas videos get shown or not. Like, all of this is in the what hands young of the Turk very... videos get shown to people. Exactly. Select few people. Um, so, I, a long story short of this, I, I'm not deleting my Facebook account. Uh, I'm Of all the platforms out there, Facebook is probably what I'm on the least, but I, I still think it's useful to share content. Mm. Uh, I'm not going away. If they, if they want me gone, they're just going to have to kick me off because... Uh, it's important. I want to share content with people. I want to be where the most viewers are. That happens to be places like Facebook and Twitter. Um, and I think as conservatives, we need to be a lot more outspoken about this. We need to make sure that mm -hmm. people, especially people in Congress and government, are aware of these biases. And I mean, if they're not ready to do something now after all the patterns that we've seen, then they're, they're probably not listening and we need to make them. But anyway, that's it for this video. And again, if you haven't seen the whole Project Veritas video on their YouTube channel, go check it out, go share it. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time.